Hey podcast listeners, welcome to Adulting with Friends, the podcast where four lifelong friends discuss the everyday joys and struggles of dating, relationships, and being an adult. My name is Travis, and joined with me is my wife Amanda, my best friend Mike, and the state of Minnesota's most eligible bachelor, Corey. A quick background on how we all know each other, Amanda and Corey have been friends since the first grade, Mike and myself met in college, Amanda and I also met in college, we then introduced Mike and Corey to each other, and here the four of us are today producing a podcast. So if this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. Here's how our podcast works. We'll discuss a topic, and with any luck, answer a question that a lot of you hopefully have or had experience with in your life. And we're going to do all of that while having a few drinks. At the end of the episode, we'll wrap up our thoughts in a segment we like to call the Buzz Blitz. So Mike, why don't you tell us what we're drinking tonight? All right, tonight we're drinking some weed and waters. It's uh, two-fifths Jeremiah Weed sweet tea flavored vodka, three-fifths water, and a splash of lemon juice. Goes down smoother than a sunset in June. Ooh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> so, sweet molasses. So, let's, uh, let's get into today's topic. Um, now, not everyone is going to like your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, or wife. In fact, uh, it's entirely possible that some of your closest friends will truly despise him or her, though they might not tell you about it as soon as they should, or ever, because they're worried that if they talk to you about their feelings on the matter, you could take offense and or disagree, which could significantly damage your friendship. And on the other hand, they may love your significant other, which really leads to no issues. So, the question for today is, what to do if your significant other and your friends or family don't see eye to eye? Um, so, has anyone here ever had a relationship where your friends and family or your significant other don't see eye to eye? Not everybody jump at once. Apparently, we're all good. Okay, that's the podcast. So, thanks for listening. I think um, I've, I've actually had, or, well, I've only had two types of relationships one type is basically one night stands. The other type lasts six years. There we go. So, <laughs> Very big difference you know, there. I like to keep yep. it. Uh, well, the, obviously, the one that lasted six years, my family, everyone approved of her. You know, it was all good. But on the flip side, she was, I, I would, I'd say she was the jealous type. Like, uh... She didn't approve of people that I was hanging out with. Mm. And I didn't know that. It's a little role reversal that everyone liked her, but she didn't like everybody. Basically. And gotcha. I don't know what it was. If she, I think it was just like a jealousy thing, but right. yeah, it would be like... Anytime I was hanging out with uh, friends, it would be, you know... That she was just like dog on him. She just didn't. What do you think it was? Didn't. But it didn't. Have, it wasn't specifically like if you were hanging out with girlfriends well, or guy friends, right? Obviously, that made a big difference. Well, yeah. But or it would be like if I was hanging out with my friends and there was girls present, mm-hmm. um, she'd make a big deal about it. Like obviously, if I was just hanging out with nothing but guys, she wouldn't say much. But if I was hanging out with guys and there was girls present. It would be a huge deal. Like she's just like, I just don't like those people. She wouldn't give a reason. Is that why you didn't like me? But it was obvious. I don't think girls like other girls to start out. It's a very threatening thing. Um, 
Uh, my, my wife Amanda was the same way. When we very first started hanging out, she did not like the girls that Mike and I hung out with. Now, to give Amanda credit, they were extremely mean to her to start out because they didn't like other girls hanging around. Do you think it's easier to be friends with girls than it is to be friends no. with guys? Um, it depends. It depends. Not that type of girl. Like, and also in my defense, Ooh. I had just come from a situation where I was like dating a guy who was like, quote unquote, dogging me by getting close to another girl. Yep. And I was like 17, 18, so sue me. You were 18. <laughs> Don't say 17, yeah, 18. Sorry. You were 18. Probably so, a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Trying to grow up, but I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I have, I mean, I guess you could say the stereotypical this situation to a T. And my story, I would say, is a good learning opportunity for everyone what not to do. I was in a relationship for about two years. And... I would like to think, and people within this group, the two who actually met her, can beg to differ. People liked her to begin with. Um, I feel like I was into her for probably the 100% of the wrong reasons. What were those reasons? It was mainly just looks. Like, he was very superficial. Ooh. And um, she was a lot, I wouldn't say a lot younger, but at, the, at our age, we are extremely different point, points in our life. But it got to a point where... Things were happening. I feel like the people closest to me could see that she wasn't as into it as I was. People knew that I had the right intentions, but I think people could see that her intentions were completely different. Me being, you know, stereotypically blinded by love, blinded by the light, whatever the hell you want to say, of, I was just like, yeah, whatever. I think I, I, I guess sometimes I have the bad, like the best intentions for people or I see the goodness in people. If that makes sense. Maybe the goodness? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I see the good in people, and I want to give them an opportunity. So right away, like, in that situation, I was extremely physically attracted to her. I thought she had a good heart. Hindsight, no. But, so to get to get to the bottom of this and cut to the chase, it lasted about two years. Half, if not, half, or a year and a half were maybe okay, if not a year were okay, and then a year to a half a year towards the end, she was cheating on me the entire time. But in that entire time, towards the end, I mean, we're talking like there were upwards to like five guys that she was with Jesus. while I was, and I didn't find out until afterwards. At the same but, time? Yeah, I was with her and she was with... I He, five, meant, he meant orgy style. Oh, God, no. God, time. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I was unaware. I was not invited to these parties, these soirees. No. Gentlemen's agreements. God, no. Um, but, again, be, me being stupid and immature, her, she was very immature. Of like, I chose her over friends, and because of it, I mean, I'm still mending relationships, honestly. And that was five years ago, six years ago, that her and I ended things. I was with her for two years. During that two years, I picked her and pushed friends away because, A, I'll admit I was infatuated with her, and it was just un unhealthy, and if people right away were like, oh, we don't like her, or, and like family, I mean, legitimately everyone in my life except for me, at one point, it got to a point where they were just like, no, she's not good for you, and just distanced themselves, and I was just, um, hey, 
she's who at that point I thought I was going to be with forever, being immature and stupid and a sophomore and early junior in college. Of so I chose her, and I've mended a lot of relationships, all of them, but it took a while. So I mean. Well, that's, like, the hard part, just being, like, from the opposite side, because you're, like, oh, you're you're getting in a relationship, so you worry about, like, what your friends and family are going to think, but then, like, when you're the friend or family, like, it was never that I didn't like her at the beginning, so I always thought she had, like, a super cool personality, and I could see how much she, or how much you really liked her and wanted right. it to go somewhere, but it was, like, the point in time when it, when she started doing all the sketchy stuff where it was, like, Corey don't be blinded by love, like, think of yourself and, like, your future and not so much, like, in the now and don't let her treat you like crap. Oh, for sure. I mean, I I think my whole outlook on life was, it was so, yeah, in the now. I mean, in comparison to big, big picture, my big picture in that point of life was Monday Monday to Sunday. Like, that was my big picture of getting through the week. I mean, I was young. I was... In college, it was just living in the now. Where it's if I feel like if I would taken a step back in that moment and really been like, is this someone who I could see? I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Honestly, I, I would it, at that point I probably would have been just as dumb and said, I'll take a step back. I could totally picture myself with her again. I think that's one of my flaws when I see the best in people. So, how many um, people does it take? How many people told you? She was bad for you. Ball Literally everybody. everybody. Ballpark a number. Um, so all four all four of my parents, um, so for listeners, my parents are divorced. I'm not in some weird, like, <laughs> sister-wives situation. I have a dad and a stepmom, a mom and a stepdad. All right, so, so, I'll, I'll, so just ballpark it. Ballpark it? Ballpark a number. Oh, God, I mean... We I, got 100, I, 50, 150, <laughs> 25. I would say 20 and 25. And 20 that's 25. strong, though, because... So and the, but those 20 and 25 people... So I'm a huge... I don't know if anyone's into, you know, personality types and things like that. I'm, an, I'm what's called a connector. And so, like, I have a lot of people that I consider best friends. Like, I could list 15 people who I consider best friends. Um, so having the 20, 25, like, those are 20 to 25 people who I truly value their opinion... And at the end, every single one of them had at one point said, dude, this is a joke. Like, this is, she's not good for you. Or, like, at least hinted at it. Of, like, maybe they weren't blunt and very, like, upfront, but they were just made it known that they were not pro her. You yeah, have the, more best friends than I have total friends. But that's True. the difference is that yeah. Corey could have a, Corey could have had a hundred best friends at that time and each one of them could have told him this is a mistake and it wouldn't have mattered. He still would have kept going. It need He needed, like the solidification from her of cheating um, uh, yeah. for you to realize. Unfortunately, I needed to experience it and hit yeah. rock bottom yeah. and get hurt to understand it. Well, I understand that. But my question is, like, why did you have to amend these relationships? Did you actually change when you were in this relationship with her? Because if you didn't change the person that you were, they just, like, everyone that you said, they basically said it was a bad relationship for you. Mm-hmm. But they didn't support you in it? They just completely cut ties? Or what? They didn't cut ties. I think they were more so... Sick and tired of hearing them complain about yeah. her. And I, it, that, and I think it hurt some people's feelings of, Corey, we had your best interest in mind. We do not agree with the way that she's treating you. You're one of my best friends. I can't stand by and watch you get hurt and treated like this because you're being blind. And... 
they would say things to me and I would just turn a blind eye or I would just say, no, I was, I was to the point of, I was sick of them warning me that I would just shut them out. So I pushed them away. It's not because they decided like, Oh, screw Corey. I'm going to, I'm going to walk away. It's, I was being ignorant and stubborn and thinking at 20 and 21, that this person was, was the one and not saying that you can't feel that way at that point. It was just not right. But I don't think, like, mending relationships always has to be a, well, this happened and we're not friends anymore. Just because I was going to say, like, in, like, my experience with my high school boyfriend, it wasn't so much having to mend relationships because I lost friends. It was having to mend relationships because I lost time with those friends. Like, I agree. I, made, I agree. 100%. I made him my priority over everything else, and I missed out on, like, so much hanging out with, like, you and Aaron and, like, everybody else because I was so, like, tunnel-visioned on just wanting to be with him. But why were you like that? That's what happened. Because I was young and in love and I thought it was a forever thing. And I I honestly felt insecure because I thought if I wasn't spending time with him, he was going to go spend time with somebody else. Well, right, when you're... And and I don't... I was going to go down the, oh, we're from a small small school. That has nothing to do with that. I mean, when you're young and you don't understand the world, or well, you don't have a concept of the world, that person is the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, all you want to do is spend time with that person, but what you don't understand, you don't take it, I have an opportunity to take, or you're not smart enough, or you're not cognizant enough to take a step back and be like, Wow, but at the same time, like if you, if if shit doesn't crash and burn, so say both of our relationships were ended up great, would have we had any regrets? No, no, exactly. no. That's the thing. Like it doesn't matter that you're young or ignorant, right? Because you find that person, no matter what age you are, you get infatuated with people, right? And you find somebody that you're really interested in. It doesn't matter how old you are, you're going to start, you know, neglecting your. Other relationships, like with your friends, yeah, you're it's it's gonna happen no matter what. And then there's gonna be a day when you actually find that person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, and it actually ends up being that person that you do spend the rest of your life with. And guess what? That doesn't change. Like you, then you just neglect those relationships, and your real friends support you no matter what. But to bring it full circle, it makes it a lot easier to do that when your friends or family approve of the person that you are dating. 100%. Because, you can bring them all together. Yeah, because... You can hang out together. Travis and I started dating, and I was 100% infatuated with him, but, like, there's no way that we could... Us four could ever be here producing this podcast if, Corey, you didn't approve of Travis, and, right. Mike, if you... I didn't. still don't approve of Corey. <laughs> well, I mean... But that's, that's what I'm saying, him. like... I if, could easily be here if I didn't approve of any one of you. <laughs> Mike and I still have yet to approve each other. <laughs> I guess. But it's just, you know, like, if I was dating a complete jackass, like, it'd be a, a lot harder for Corey to be like, well, I don't really want to do family dinner with you guys every Thursday. I did yeah. think he was a complete jackass the first time I met him in Aaron's basement. I'm a very he sat, he sat there oh and judged us the no, whole motherfucking time. I did not yeah, judge. Because let maybe we were having a little reunion. Let me tell my story no. real quick. So okay. here's from my perspective of when this I first... This is a bad perspective. When I, it's not a bad perspective. It's my perspective. When I first <laughs> was brought around to... Was this the first time you and I had met? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're fucking flat bell, you still have Yeah. So Amanda <laughs> was a freshman in college. And at this shame. time... <laughs> at this time, I was a junior in college. Right? Mm-hmm. 
I go back. Yeah, we were freshmen, right? You guys were freshmen in college. It was like your second weekend home. I go back, and you, we're in a basement talking, having a good time, introducing ourselves, and all of a sudden it goes to, oh, my God, did you see what she did in high school? And, oh, my God, yeah, high school this. I'm a junior college. I don't Oh, hell no. That is a big difference. But it's a so, big difference. I'm past that point in my life while you guys are still complaining about what your ex did to a high school boyfriend because yeah. they're still in high school. But no one made you date the freshman. No, no one made me date, but I was the <laughs> good boyfriend who came along. Who had judgy eyes the whole time. I did not judge. <laughs> I sat there and was super tired, and I'm pretty sure I fell asleep for a little bit. But you probably did the same thing when you were 18 and you went home for the first time and you hung out with your friends. I'm sure I did. Yeah, but you didn't bring a junior But I didn't bring a junior chick home. Well, yeah, true. But I'm just saying, like, that's just what you do. But I don't... I understand, but I don't think it's wrong of me to feel like, oh my god, you guys, get out of high school. You're in college now. For two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. You're in college. Time to grow up, I see that. Oh my god. Okay, buckaroo. Buckaroo. (laughs) There's hardly a person I meet, like, for the first time that I actually like. But... Okay, well, I was just going to say, too, like, also, I mean, that was when you were going through that whole thing. Right. And not to be whatever, I had just broken up with my high school boyfriend, so we had things to discuss. There were words. You could have stayed home. Yeah. (laughs) Probably should have. Probably should have. You know where I would have been? His place. Mike's place. Regardless, <laughs> the first impression, I thought you were an a-hole. Oh, God. You want to know my first How's impression? that Do you want to know my first, first Second opinion, opinion, you're at my house now, a.k.a. My first impression of Corey was this. He was wearing white Oakleys. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, oh, shit. That's no, all I, I need to say. That's all I need to say. Fuck he had you. white Oakleys on. If I knew that, hell no. <laughs> I wouldn't be I wouldn't It's be not here. a lie. I, I wouldn't be, be here today. It was in Lesser Prairie at fucking, like, 9 o'clock at night. I was so not you wore your sunglasses? Oh, fucking Corey Hart over here. Yeah, wearing his sunglasses that night. I don't think he was wearing them. I just think I just told had him you, on top of no, his head. No, I think I told you that he had a pair. Oh fuck you! <laughs> so you were talking shit before you, you fucking introduced. Well, oh no, yeah, you were not talked up. up. I'm just gonna that practice the Jimmy Corey yeah. white Oakleys. Yeah. <laughs> it was white Oakleys. That's about all you need to know. Yeah, extremely ripped jeans. There's a ripped body. Oh no, not a ripped body. Not a. You're just tall, gangly, mumbled a lot. Corey, comes, Corey should come with a warning label. He does. I, I own white Oakleys. Too hot to handle. <laughs> I say cliche ass things. Okay, but like the whole first impression thing, obviously it goes both ways, but mm-hmm. like. I remember being so freaking intimidating meeting you, Mike. Because up until you were until, intimidating. Yeah, she because, was intimidated. Yeah, by okay. you. Because up Arr, until Arr. like two years ago, I was convinced that you didn't like me. And Travis you and didn't I have been. That. Travis and I have been together for eight years, so you did a really good job. <laughs> I actually, I actually know when our where our turning point was. I know it was where we were. I know where we were, and I know what happened. But that was the day when I was like, "Yep, Mike and I are okay." Up until that point, I was on the fence. She didn't like hanging out. When was this? When was our turning point? It was when we were downtown when we came you had out. Just, and you had just about, gone through the breakup. Okay, yeah. We were in Rojo getting apps and drinks, yep. and you kind of for the you didn't like break down, but you really like opened up about it. 
And I was like, okay, he trusts me enough to That's the get, first time I've ever seen Mike open up in front of somebody yeah. other than myself. Yeah, I was like, he trusts me enough to be vulnerable. And then, not that we, like, clicked, but I just think, like, you needed another female perspective on what happened. And then the rest is history. Now we're... Now we're Snapchat besties. <laughs> well, you're, I'm your best friend. You're not oh, my best friend. Okay, okay. okay, so back to first impressions. You brought up first impressions, right? I don't think first impressions are honestly that important. I mean, obviously they are, but if you're um, you're in a relationship with somebody and your friends don't approve because of their first impression, well, if they're actually your friends, they're going to get second impressions and third impressions, and they're going to figure it out sooner or later. And then, like... If they're actually your friends, yeah, you should take their opinions and like for what they're worth, but they should also take your opinion for what it's worth. Yeah, but that was my thing is that I probably had a hundred impressions with you and I still didn't freaking know <laughs> where we were. That's a different subject because that's just the way I am. I'm very... He's like, a tough egg to well, crack. I know, I know that I, yeah, now. Maybe. <laughs> I cracked that egg, egg and scrambled it the first time I met him. That's not fair. I was... <laughs> Shit tanked. I wasn't there. Shit tanked. Let's just say I was a bit more drunk than ass loaded. Is it? But not <laughs> quite blacked out. Not quite blacked out. There's a gray area. Like, I remember a lot of things that happened that night. <laughs> Getting scrambled is not one of them. <laughs> Oh, I scrambled. Like, okay, so Corey, Corey snuck his way into my friend circle. Yeah, he, did, he slid in your DMs. Yep, he <laughs> definitely did. He got me drunk. So, okay, so, if, if, like, how do you introduce somebody you're just starting to date to your friends? How do you do that? How many dates, like, like when did I introduce, I mean, what, the second time we hung out, you met everybody? Well, that's different, though. It's without because it's college. But yeah, it, I mean, it's easier in college because it's like, hey, come to a party. Like all my friends are yep. there. Everyone's like, always hang out. hanging out. Yeah, it's everyone's always hanging out. It's very okay. social. It's very open. But like, like we're all, you know, mid twenties on up. So like, how do you okay, introduce? Well, I was gonna say like Corey and Mike. If you started dating a girl right now, at what point would you introduce her to Travis and I, and or Corey or Mike? So I mean, that, it's all. It's very, not only subjective, but it's, it's called, it's just based on the situation of, so, for the sake of listeners, we'll call her Jennifer. Or just Lady X, whatever. Whatever, but like, when I, when I was seeing Jennifer, I mean, it was, we had plans. Yeah. She wanted to also hang out the same night, so it just wandered up of like, okay, we've been talking for maybe about a month, we've been on a couple dates. We had plans ready. She still wanted to hang out. I offered, hey, you want to meet up with my friends tonight? And, and this was a girl you met online. Yeah. Yes. Uh, met her on Tinder. Yeah, yeah. Met her on an app. Yeah. Yeah. Met her on Tinder. And would have I probably introduced her to y'all right away at that point? Probably not. I feel like it was maybe early. But. So background, Amanda and I met Jennifer slash Lady X. Yeah. Who he's talking about. And that was within, again, we probably were talking for like maybe a little under a month and had gone on like two or three dates and then it was just to the point of, you know, like I said, yeah, she wanted to hang out. We already had plans and so she came. Um, did I think it was too early? A little bit of me. I was a little a apprehensive of it, but I think it was fine. It worked out. Hindsight, I was glad you guys met her because then what, two weeks later she ghosted you or something. 
Yeah. Just story for a different time, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, we, Amanda and I... I wouldn't say that worked out. ...really liked this chick, <laughs> too. Well, we could at least, like, she was solidify the fact that she was that she existed. Yeah, so we knew cool. she was real and not, not just one of these made-up ladies right. that Corey's well, always talking about. of the night. Yeah. But it's always like, when, when you say, oh, she's super legit... I go, but how legit is she really? Too legit like, to quit. Like, because not to be, not to be whatever. <laughs> not that it's like a bad track record, but I just go back to like your high school relationship, and I'm like, is she legit like that to you, or is she like real person legit? Right. Because there's real person legit and other person legit. Well, yeah. I don't want, I don't want Corey. I mean, not that it matters, but I don't want Corey to be with somebody like that. Ever again. Post high school or in high school or both? Uh, in high school, I think it was fine. That was just me being an asshat. Um, in high school, it was fine for a while, but. Hey, oh, guys, yeah. we already talked about you guys getting out of high school. <laughs> We're not talking high school. Well, either way, it's just, I mean, like. I don't think you can ever compare. High school relationships do not, are not real relationships. No, like, that's let's just, like, Are we going to solidify that right now? High school relationships are not real. They can, they can be. They a lot can of people... be, but not in high school because that is your only life. Like when you're in high school, you have generally there are you're living with your parents. Like you may have a part time job. You have no responsibilities other than to go to school, get good grades, and maybe play sports or be in some sort of thing. Like there's no stress in your relationship other than hormones. Yeah, but I've, book reports. I've yeah. known Corey. Since elementary school, so for me to not be able to judge his girlfriend because they dated in high school and they don't have real lives outside of college yet because they're just so, in college isn't really like. I think it just fair. makes our situation would, unique. I would say you could, if they were dating now compared to when they were dating in high school, you could talk. Like, but that's the thing. Use like, that. But they I were think dating she's in high the same school. person now as she was in high school. But you don't know how she would be dating that's not Corey. True. Nobody's the same person they yeah. were in high school. You don't know how they would be together because. He's a psycho, Corey, that is. And he's Minnesota's most eligible bachelor. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, also, hormones and book reports? Dibs on the band name. Oh, that is a good name. Hormones, book report. Or book report, hormones? No. Yeah. Hormones and book report. Hormones, hormones and book report. I mess everything. I mean, but. You made an email screamo band. <laughs> I mean, it's different now, too, though, because, like,. Okay, so Corey and Mike are single. We obviously hang out with each other enough to where it's selfish for me, but anybody that you two are going to date, I want to know that I can stand hanging out with them multiple times a week like we do. And not not that, like, ultimately my opinion matters, but it's going to be really hard to keep right. hanging out with you if I'm like, well, I just don't really like Lady Y that Corey's seeing. Oh, like, and I think, too... To that point, and com- bringing this again, I feel like you said full circle, but bringing full circle yet again to the main topic of tonight's podcast of what happens if you know y- your friends don't like your significant others. I think that, I, at least I speak for myself, maybe Mike would agree, but in my age at this point now, I have my shit together. I essentially know what I'm looking for. And if I would, you know, rather quickly, and I don't want to say quickly, like rushing it, but, you know, early enough on, if I'm like, okay, I could see maybe potential of this being something. I'm going to make sure she is introduced to the three of you 
family, people who are important to me, to kind of feel it out with them, see how she interacts with you. Maybe not necessarily of like, okay, now give me your report on what she is, but yeah. to see how she can interact and if she can hold her own within us four, who are all very opinionated and very vocal people, of if you can and you can get along with family, of perfect, then yes, that means it. If you can't, then maybe that's a sign right there in itself. Are you saying that you don't get, bl- per se, blinded by the light now? Just because you're older? Is that Elton John? Blinded by the light. I don't care who it is, but... Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's, that's mean to Sir Elton John. That's not him. That's it, not Elton John? God, no. Is that no, Billy Joel? God, maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> maybe. We should not be musical experts. Okay, anyway, continue. Back to what you were saying. No, I... Well, Wait, continue what, to you, oh, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, you're saying that you're old enough now to, to be a pretty good judge of character that, like... Before I bring this girl home, I know that she's going to be approved by my friends and my family because I'm a, a much better yeah. judge. So you're saying, like, like you basically just don't have the... Because what I see it as, like, when you actually meet somebody like that, you are completely, like, you have the blinders on. Like You're extremely you blind. I think. I've had that, you know, plenty of times. Right. And I don't think... How old and how much experience you have in life, I don't think that ever actually changes. Like, you, if you find this person, that happens. Oh, yeah. No matter what. The only difference is, the older you get and the more experience you have, the more, and the more set in your ways that you are, like, the more compatible that person has to be before that actually happens. So then you you just assume that, yeah, your friends are going to approve of her because they probably will. Because the older you get, you know, it's going to take that much more of a compatible person, like... Right. To match with each other. Right. Yeah. So you just know what you like more now than you did before. So let's just say, let's throw this out there. What if you like this person so much you're willing to introduce them to your friends? Like... You're to that point where you said you're both compatible, you both talk. Two-parter. Okay, Amanda's going to jump in here. No, just, I was going to say, like, um, do you have to be exclusive before you introduce Yeah, so do you need to be... Keep going. Do you need to be exclusive? Like, we're dating, I'm seeing you, you're seeing me. Now come meet my friends. I would say no, because... Like, if you really care about what your friends... Of course, having, like... He's a, having a seizure? His head I don't may know have just exploded. That question is If you really care what your friends think, maybe maybe uh, you should go on, like, a double date or something, like, before you actually get exclusive. Yeah. So, so in like, in Mike's mind, friends' perspective matters. Yes. I only agree with that, 100%. I never said that. Oh. That's what I took from it. I would no. You were you were asking of do you have to be exclusive before or after? I mean, uh, or you know before you meet them or after you introduce? I'm fucking don't even know what I'm saying at this point. The weed and waters. Okay. Anyway, so let me get. But anyway, no. So my thing is like to to Mike's point of yeah, I, uh, friends' opinions matter, and before you know, maybe you decide to be oh we're 100 percent exclusive. We're dating as we described painlessly the first episode of our podcast of you know yeah I'd like to, before you make it official get the input of friends and things like that but at the same time knowing that you know some of my friends are also I consider family of you know they're 
I feel like if you introduce someone to to them, they may be like, so are you exclusive? You know, like they they may be having yeah. expectations of, oh, why are you introduce me to some floozy that she can be banging five other guys right now? Jeez, going back to that well, huh? I'm just yeah. stating the facts. <laughs> All right, so our, that's true. That's a good point. It is a good point yeah, to say that when you bring someone around, like if if Mike or Corey now were to bring someone around. Mike, Amanda, and I, or Corey, Amanda, and I, we're instantly going to assume, like, oh, these two are together. I was going to say, I think it's different when you introduce your significant other to friends versus when you introduce significant others to family. Family is we're together. Friends is, hey, here's this person I like. It's like a test run. Let's, yeah, let's do a test run, see how my friends like them. Like, if my friends love this person, cool, I'm going to continue with it. If my friends all say this person's horrible for me, I need to reevaluate things. Can we agree on that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. for sure. Okay, so like, what if now? What if everything goes well? We did the friends test run. Everything goes well. You and this is just because Mike and Corey are both guys. You drop the gal off after the night. Let's just say she rode with you on that car ride home. For her, she talks about how she hates all of your friends. Ooh. What do you do then? Not what if your friends all said, we love this woman? What if she goes, I don't like your friends? But not even, let's just not even say all your friends. Because that. If what if she if says, some girl yeah. says, I don't like any of your friends, and you can be like, get the fuck out of here. Okay, so let's not say all your roll, friends. Let's say it's this group. We're all at a bowling date for some reason. It's horrible. Um, Mike brings a gal with him. A gal. Um, on the ride is, home. Is she a buffalo gal? <laughs> she's just a gal. On the ride home, could be Gal Gadot. Who knows? Buffalo gal's like a son. I would marry Buffalo her gals, come out I tonight. Buffalo gals. <laughs> This is not the boss. <laughs> but that's not the one. No one knows what a buffalo gal is. <laughs> Fucking Google so, it. Any, no, we can't Google. Anyway, we'll later. What if Corey, Amanda, and I are all like, dude, this chick is awesome. This girl is legit. On the ride home, all she does is complain to Mike about Corey and Amanda because obviously she would love me. Obviously. Obviously. No. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight. <laughs> We're done with Buffalo tonight. gals. <laughs> I don't know. That brings me to like back to my. <laughs> that brings me back to my first story about the, the girl that I met in college. Yep. And we were together six years, um, and she didn't approve of any of my friends. She didn't like Travis. Well, she never like spent um, enough time. Well, yeah, she only spent time with them as a group. Yeah, and she saw them as a group, and, like, she would literally say, like, I can't believe like, you hang out with those people. And there were, yeah, certain people. Well, there were certain. No. No, you don't say That's not that. fair, man, because I was 100% in love. Yeah. But you to know? be fair, some of the people you were hanging out with were. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was, I had a group of friends. It was college. Yeah. I hung out with so many, like, I've never been, like, super exclusive. I don't get let people get really close. But I'll hang out with just about anybody, you know. And it does doesn't make you my close friend just because I'm hanging out with you. So, sorry, Corey. <laughs> Corey sucks. But uh, <laughs> like I was saying, like, <laughs> but but when I brought her into the mix, she just saw them all as one. Yeah. Like, because she just only hung out with them as a group, and she did not approve of them. I get that. Okay, and. You know, there were people that I hung out with that I didn't approve of either. 
there's still people I hang out with that I don't approve of. I, like I said, I will hang out with anybody. But I hang out with three people. But, That's just a second. Sad. We'll get to you, Amanda. You have your hand up. There we'll get is, to you. She's still, I think that was just the way she was, though. Like, she, moving down the road, like, just would not approve of people just because she was jealous of my time. Like, like if I was out hanging out with somebody else, it wasn't spending time with her. And that's just the way she was. I'm not saying that's the way women are. But on International Women's Day. On International Women's Day. That's just the way it is. Okay, so. So, Just let him finish here real quick. Now I don't remember what I was going to say. Excuse me. That's the drink. She was you. She was jealous because you you were spending time with other people and not her. Right, and yeah, I would spend time with other people of the opposite sex in a non-sexual way. That's a bugaboo. Huh? Is it? I think that's just all Jeremiah weed that went down my throat. But <sighs> every time we would meet a friend from hers, a friend of hers from the past, it was. A guy. A dude. It was oh, always a guy. That was He literally did not have any women friends. But I was not allowed to have any women friends. That's how I thought Corey was to Amanda at first. For about right? a month. It's, until I realized Corey is so non-threatening <laughs> that it's actually kind of weird. Okay, but then... <laughs> fuck you! Multiply that by a hundred. Yeah. Like, every time it'd be like, oh, I have a friend coming to town from... Uh, old friend. It was always a guy. Yeah. So, okay. So that was going to be my thing. Well, one, I was going to say, was she the type of person that, like, didn't really have friends? Because, like, again, not to bring back high school, but, like, the guy I dated in high school, like, I wouldn't say, like, not like he was, like, like you, Mike, but he had, like, acquaintances and he could like go and hang out with people but he didn't have any like close bros so he never like went out and was like hey i'm broing out tonight playing video games doing whatever it was always like him and i together so it kind of made me not feel like bad for him but like me want to hang out with him that much more because I felt like... You felt bad for him. No, because I was his girlfriend, but then I also felt like I was, his, I was his best... Like, I was his best friend. Like, well, I was his bro and his girlfriend at the same time. Can I add to that? Is no. that not what you're looking for? Well, no. No. Because I think so because Amanda and I are absolutely... No offense to you, Mike. No. Amanda's my best you know, friend. Yeah, she might have taken my place because I can't, you know, satisfy you sexually. And that's yeah. We do snuggle. That's literally the one... Aspect in you our think lives my missing. beard is scratchy, Amanda. Feel his beard. The okay. difference is, is that he had you before I came into the picture. The you guy I him. dated didn't have that. He okay. he never had that I with anybody. That. I understand that, but like bringing it back to my point, like if you're actually out there looking for a relationship, and I, you know, for a long time I did have that. My best friend was the woman that I was, you know, intimate with, like. And it was great. That was all I needed. I literally shunned, like, not shunned, but, you know, spent zero time with everybody from my past, all my friends. Like, we just, yeah, we were all we needed. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, obviously, like, you want, the person you're with, you want to be your best friend, but not to be whatever, like... 
yeah, you make that person a priority and unfortunately friends and other relationships fall to the wayside, but they shouldn't completely fall off, like ever, ever, ever. Like no relationship should encompass your life so much that that's all you focus on. See, I agree with that, but at the same time, I think, like, we'll just take our relationship for example. Like, you came into the picture towards the end of my college career. Yeah. Right? So at that time, I had already established, like, good friends, like, best friend, good friends, some guys I hung out with, and Creepy Pete, who we saw at the bar every once in a while. So, like, I had, like, Mike, him and I are the type of guy Creepy Pete. where we can go without talking to each other for probably a couple years, see each other, and act like nothing ever happened and we're fine. Right. Yeah, like, we're that type of friends. Then I had other friends where we hung out all the time. I don't really talk to them hardly anymore because then I put my focus into you. But now, like, I gained Corey uh, as a good friend. What up? And he, yeah, he's over there all sexually Burt Reynolds in it up. Look at spring break. <laughs> spring break picture. He just got caught looking at naked Snapchat. Hello. So, but Hello. I think, like, your relationship does take the place of some friendships, but the friendships that you truly care about and the people you respect their opinions of are the ones that hang around. Well, yeah, but, I mean, like, I... Like, you and I spending time together... I mean, obviously, we're married, so we're forced to spend time together. We're not forced to... Nobody says that but the state of Minnesota. I I love (laughs) our time together, but at the same time, like, if that was all we had was just each other, it would get old. Oh, yeah, it would get... We would fight so much. I mean, I love the fact that the four of us get together at least once a week, yeah. more often than not, more like it's a couple times. Our grocery bill has gone up quite a bit. It has gone up. And like <laughs> the, me. the fact that like I can go to happy hour with just friends of my own and you can do the same and we get like that little bit of separation. Oh, yeah. Like again, I'm pretty sure the guy I dated who is now married, it is literally just him and his wife forever and ever and that's all they will ever be and that's fine if it's happy but i just like i couldn't live like that okay yeah so we so we all agree that you can have a significant other but you also have to have friends so you can't force yourself to only be with them like you gotta have outside absolutely people yeah you gotta have balance like i don't know about that I mean, you you already kind of lived it, I guess, but like... Yeah, but obviously that didn't work out. So, but that doesn't necessarily change my opinion about right. it. Well, yeah, but so you're saying that you could if find a girl... the right person? You'd give up everything for her. Well, yes. I would give up... Define that, because I would, I would literally take a bullet for you and yeah. give up everything for I you. I would do the same, but I would also do that for Corey, and I'd also do that for yeah, Mike. Yeah, I guess he's just asking, like, if, if I found the right person that... You know, would you cancel Thursday family dinner night and podcast night? Yes. Oh, if I found the right I don't like person, that. I don't think she exists. I don't either. <laughs> no, I, you know, I've looked, and to be honest, I've given up looking because I don't think she exists. See, and that's the moment you'll but, find. But, but, but I don't, I don't think don't... that's uh, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here and kind of go, and not that this devil's advocate, but kind of go on Buck's side of if we're truly Buck's friends. And if Thursday doesn't work for the one that he truly feels, then we make Friday work. Oh, yeah, we make absolutely. Wednesday work. Yeah, but yeah, it kind of sounds like he's not going to make any days work. 
If it he found the like one, okay with if he, sorry, Corey, but you're second fiddle in this play. I agree. If theirs doesn't work, fine. Let's do a different day. But it kind of sounds like what you're saying, Mike, is that if your girl was like, nope, it's just you and I, you'd be like, okay. No, not true. I'm not just giving up everything because she says. He's I'm sick. saying, like, if she is the absolute one, the perfect person that I don't want to spend any time with anybody else, then yeah, I'd give up everything else. Yeah, but if she's... But that's not a real person. That if does she's not the quote-unquote perfect person, then she should be able to hang out with all four of us. True. So you shouldn't have to give that up. You shouldn't have to. Or shouldn't have so, to. I know, so, I, so I think we need to... We need to cut... But Mark, I did... Okay, or so Mike Slack of... It's not... He's not saying that he's looking for that... Necessarily, he's yes, just saying hypothetically is. speaking, if he finds that one person that's like the the, the world to him, the ride or die, would, right? He would consider that absolutely. Ultimately, to your point though, of if she is that perfect girl, she's going to be. So yeah, so it's like this weird, like yeah, figment of your imagination. I mean, at this point, of do I think that person exists? I do because I'm a believer in sappy, true love. I'm a hopeless romantic. Of I'm trying church. I never said that. I'm saying that though. Okay. I believe that the person is out there I'm for just you. Going on record saying that I've never seen that. <laughs> I'm going on record saying I do. It's the first time he's ever taken a side of anything. I take my own there's gonna be a Nicholas <laughs> there's gonna be a Nicholas Sparks Sparks book and movie about, me? about you, bruh. Okay, but if Travis one day came Taking you out to a lake out in Minnesota, maybe on a little jumbo and take her around just burr, 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 took her out to the boonies, you know. I have no clue what he, I heard boonies, but other than that, smooshy, I haven't heard anything yet. Smoochy, smoochy, you know, fast forward a couple months, you're on the ice house, and you're getting all hot and heavy, Boy. and you see the, you know, steamed up windows and the handprint. Okay, I'm done. Little, little, little Titanic. <laughs> let him go. Let him finish. We need to hear Titanic as fast forward a couple months. Maybe she has cancer, but she beats it. Ooh. And you're there. I'm sucked in. And you love her. Whoa. And she loves us. Us, like as the friends. As the friends. And she joins this podcast. Then what? And it's called Love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Like that's seriously. What's up? That person does not exist. I believe she does. Okay. I think she does, and I think I married her. Okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, okay, sappy. That person no, exists I'm serious. for I one out of three of us. In my mind, I think I married the perfect woman for me. For you? Yeah, I'm talking about him. Oh, yeah, no. That man is definitely not the perfect woman for Mike. Yeah, I'm saying that the perfect world for Mike is out there. I believe it. I, the perfect per- person for everybody is out there. Yeah. Preach. But... I might have already messed that up. No, no you clearly did I not. I do believe the, no. the perfect person out there, like, is out there for every person. If she was the perfect person for but you, you guys would be together. The, the yeah. odds of you actually meeting that person and so that, establishing, like, a legitimate relationship with that person is very rare. So it's not the perfect person in the, like, out there for you. It's the perfect person in the vicinity of uh, Yeah, I'm not saying, like, like... There's no. only one person out there for me. No, I don't. No, there. That's just dumb. Right. There's a, a hundred people out there that are perfect for for you. Absolutely. The the odds of meeting them is slim to none. Is slim to none. And then the odds of meeting them and then establishing a legitimate relationship with them is just fucking. Astronomical. No, it's ridiculous. No, 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 no. It's no, not. No, no, no. Because if you, if you're okay, so, so say that the odds of you meeting them is ten to one. 
the odds of you then hitting it off with them would still be the same odds. Wrong. No, because, because if you're I, meant to be and you, you hit I it meet, off. I meet 50 people a day and I only hit it off with one of them. Mm-hmm. What if the perfect person was having a bad day and I was also having a bad day and I just didn't hit it off with them? What do you think about that, Corey? And then, oh, we, oh, never, and then we never cross paths again. Suck on that, Corey. You know, I don't believe in this, <laughs> fate, this really thing impressive. where like, there's like only one person out there. I'm not saying there's one person. Yeah, I, there's I, I believe there's more than, than one. one. My parents were divorced and both my parents were remarried. But he's saying, what if that one person... Well, I could get married twice... Yeah, and I can, and and, yeah, and no offense to you, but you're both your, all four of your parents could get divorced and marry again. You would have eight parents. Absolutely, I'm I'm agreeing with you saying that there's not just one perfect person. I'm agreeing that there's more than one person out there for you. I'm not saying that like, oh, you can go out and just go shop around. There's not a perfect person for you. Right, Travis and Travis are not perfect. We are ninety nine point nine percent. They're compatible. And that, and they make it work. The difference is that extra try. They it is her her try. It is the old her her try. Right. Like if you don't have that, the ninety nine percent compatible person for you could still fail. At hundred percent agree. That's what a relationship is, though. I agree. I agree with it at that time because when you get to where we are, it's not if you're compatible. It's that you can. Stand each you're other's. You're maintaining. You're maintaining with each other. Can I bring this back to our main topic? Yeah. So, if you meet this person and they are not good for you, yeah. not great for you, and all your friends say, "No, she's not the one. She's not the one." But you're both willing to give it a try and give it the old her her try, the old college try, the her her try. Then. Why take your friend's advice? Why not? But you just said you didn't like. So maybe are you? Did you mean you like each other? You both like each other. Your friends say I don't like her, but you decided to give the her her try. That's what are I'm saying. saying yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I agree with you for doing that. I do. Even but though it, everybody in your life says that she's bad for you, I think it's the difference between people saying they're bad for you and <laughs> keeping like your best interests <laughs> in mind, or of like. It's getting toxic of she's coming between you and your friend's relationship. You know what I'm saying? If your friends are like, I don't know. She doesn't seem the right for you. She's okay. We get along with her. Eh, I don't know. She's not the greatest. But if you two are vibing and doing it, do it. Because it's going to make you probably become the best person who you are. You're going to bring the best in her. And you know what? It, we're just bystanders. It's your life, bro. We're just living in it. It's your world, man. We're just living in it. True. Yeah, that's true. But Speak. I mean, at the same time, too, like, if it's fresh and new, like, you kind of have to look at it as, well, here I am with, quote-unquote, significant other who I've known for a month, and here is this group of really close friends that I've known for years, like, which one of these am I going to weigh, put more weight on? Like, do I, do I love... My significant yeah. other more than I care about my friends' opinions, or do I cherish the relationship that I built with my friends to kind of let it guide me in what I do with quote unquote significant other? So I think we've all just answered all of our questions within all of our answers, not to get all philosophical on one another, but 
essentially we're all in a relationship together. Oh, yeah. And essentially then, if we're all in a relationship together, there all has to be give and take, and there all has to be compromises. The four of us are in a room together, we're doing this, we're getting together, and we're eating, and we're drinking, and we're talking, and we're giving our opinions. We may not all see eye to eye on all topics, and I will be 100% honest, we don't. And I think that's one of our strongest suits as a group of friends, is that we have different opinions, and we can respect that. But that's the key part of respecting it. Of We may not think, oh my gosh, you're the best thing since sliced bread, but... We value one another. We respect one another. We respect that you get along with other people in our group. We respect that you get along with someone who I value as a friend and consider a best friend since first grade. Travis, you and you know you and Travis get along. I can see the relationship you have. Maybe things that I do annoy the shit out of Travis, but he's fine with it. Maybe the stuff that annoys me about Travis, I am okay with. And same thing goes with you know Buck. But we all are willing to compromise and we put that effort in because we all have relationships that we want to maintain and we put effort in. So I think, I don't know if there's a perfect answer of if, if it's, if, if, if you want to make it work, you can make it work. I think it's just, I mean, go ahead. Well, I was going to say at the end of the day, like, I mean, especially for you two specifically, Corey and Mike, like if you meet somebody and I'm not vibing with them but I know that you really care about them like yeah I'm gonna compromise and I'm gonna say okay well they're happy so it's not about me I need to figure it out but if if I see something like she's cheating on you right or, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah but, that's... but I'm just saying like that's the difference right. and I feel like I obviously have a good enough reason to be like nope sorry right. done right. I, I don't care I think if it's things say. like that whereas yes. the best of like their well-being things like that absolutely if it's that you like your, your crust on and she likes her crust cut off of her PB and J sandwich Y'all yeah. can just get over it. <laughs> at one point you're gonna be friends sure. you'll find a common ground I, I honestly it's, think that is it's your your friends are your friends for a reason, so even if they don't think that person's the best for you, they will put in the effort as your friend to try and go along with you and that person Word. and will support you and do whatever. So, alright, so now that we've actually finished the entire bottle of Jeremiah Weed... <laughs> Sweet tea. Uh, sweet tea drinks. Let's, uh, it's, it's everybody's favorite segment, the old Buzz Blitz. Buzz Blitz. So, here's how this works. We're going to go around the table. We're going to go Corey, Mike, Amanda, myself, give each other, or the group, our collective thoughts on the topic, and uh, then we'll close out the podcast. So... Given my, I don't want to say extensive, but pretty long-term experience with this specific topic of friends not agreeing with who you are and me choosing to go that route, and to Mike's question earlier of, you know, of the whole question of if you get older, do you think differently of, I truly think I do. I think I put myself, I maybe have my guard up a little bit of, I hard, I hold my friends and family's opinions to a high regard. Uh, yeah, my well-being and my love life and who I'm attracted to and who I want to be with is held very high, too. But ultimately, like Travis just said, you know, your friends are your friends for a reason and their opinions matter. So going through that situation earlier in life, I think I look at relationships differently and because of that, act upon relationships differently. Okay. Speaking on that exact same subject, 
I feel as though, like, the older you get, the more uh, refined your uh, preferences get as far as relationships. And that goes both with relationships with the opposite sex and also with your friends. Because the older we get, you know, we start to slowly weed out friends that, you know, have less and less meaning in our own personal lives. And you apply those same concepts to your dating life. Mm -hmm. So it's, they're both, they both go hand in hand. You know, you might have uh, relationships that your friends don't agree with. And you might have uh, friends that you're, uh, the people you're in relationships with don't agree with. And both of those need to evolve as you get older, as your, you know, preferences and your goals in life evolve. Alright, yeah. So. Yeah, I was, well, the one thing, like, I really liked from before was when, uh, Corey said about, like, compromising, um, and I don't know, I guess, like, yeah, you bring in a significant other to your friend group, and yeah, like, your friends have always been there for you, so it's all about, yeah, you may not like that person or a certain thing, but I respect my friend enough to give it a try, and yeah, like, (laughs) (laughs) My friendships, like, yeah, we're, it's not, like, an intimate relationship, but it's a relationship that I value, and at the end of the day, like, I want to know that they have my best interest at heart and will either suck it up and, like, go with the little things or let me know if something's really going to hit the fan and yeah. give me a heads up. Okay. Well, I'm going to give my perspective from the friend's point of view. Um, I would say as, like, the friend... Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to support like my pal or if, it, if I had like a good girlfriend, my gal in that aspect, my buffalo, of, gal? <laughs> my buffalo gal, like I'll support them, you know, until it gets to a point, there's going to be a point of whether it's like, yeah, it's working, it's great. Everything's good. Or, you know, dude, like we need to like talk about this or like something needs to go on or like, where you just flat out ask like, you Okay. And then we just need to get to that point. But as the friend, like, I'm going to support you until, you know, you need that help. I guess I'm, I'm one more to wait until you come to me because I'm going to let you do your thing. So um, that's my perspective on it. So as, uh, as long as everybody's good here, uh, you've reached a, the end of another podcast uh, of Adulting with Friends. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at AWF Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor.fm, Overcast, and Pocket Casts. Also, go ahead and email us at adultingwithfriends at gmail.com. Any input, ideas for our upcoming episode topics, or anything else you see fit. Uh, We may just include your questions, comments in our next episode. Uh, We hope to see you then. Bye. Bye! Give it to her her try.